It's time to pull those belts tight, race fans. The Front Stretch is coming at you. Presented by Joe's Karting and Council Bluffs. Now, here's Dan Taylor and Dirk Houston. Welcome to the Front Stretch Race Fans, presented by Joe's Karting and Council Bluffs. Online at joeskarting.com. Fast-paced white knuckle racing just across the river on 23rd Avenue. Get over to Joe's Karting today. Do yourself right with a little indoor kart racing. One of our other great sponsors that's been on board for years, Quaker Steak and Lube. They're celebrating their 16th birthday. And uh, I can effectively say, I think I've probably been going to Quaker Steak and Lube for uh, at least 16 years since uh, they opened. I think a buddy of mine, when I was working over at 89.7, the river said, hey, there's a new restaurant that opened up over by Bass Pro Shop. You want to go? And the uh, rest is history. But you can help celebrate 16 years with all you can eat bone-in wings all week long from Monday, August 28th to September 2nd, which that is, is that Saturday or Sunday? That's Saturday. I was going to say, I don't remember, but it's on the weekend. So all week, well, I guess uh, six days long, the 28th through the 2nd, uh, you can enjoy all you can eat wings, $12 for 15 bone uh, breaded boneless wings. With chips and fries only, dollar off all draft beers. That's going to be all week long at Quaker Steak and Lube. Uh, we should probably do something to celebrate that. Yeah, is there? Uh, is it twelve dollars for the all you can eat wings too, or just the bones? You know, it, it doesn't specify a price for the bone-in all you can eat wings. Uh, I would imagine it's probably their latest, which I think. What's their current? Is it fourteen fifty? Uh, I don't know. I'll have to look into that because it's been a while since I've been there on Tuesday for all you can eat wings, but breaded boneless wings, 15 of them for 12 bucks comes with chips and fries, chips or fries. And again, dollar off all draft beers. So celebrate Quaker steak and lube celebrating 16 years in business in, uh, in council bluffs and uh, keeping the, uh, the Metro fully fueled. And you can also go in and see the new 50 year old, late model stock car that they've got up on the hoist. Yeah, I uh, I saw that somebody who runs a page that I, I didn't catch. Um, it's one of these fan pages. And they said that uh, they had a picture of the car and, and said you can go in and see Bob Kaziski's 2X late model. And a lot of people were like, yes, Bob Kaziski ran the 2X, but that's actually Ed, Ed Morris's 2X car. Yeah, well, something you might want to go ahead and delete out of this conversation, but... Uh, Steve Kaziski did the restoration on that car for his dad. Oh, that's really? Just, that's just on loan to Quaker Fake. Okay, hang on. Is that? It's a car Ed Morris drove a lot. Okay. But the car actually belongs to Steve Kaziski. Oh, I thought it was a gift from Chris to Ed. So did I. But oh. And that's not the case. Okay. And I don't drove that car, but I know Ed drove it more than Bob did. And Got it. Mason owned it and built it. Okay. Okay, got it. I better leave that in because I think that's an important clarification. Because well, I thought it was uh, Ed's car and that uh, that uh, that Chris had paid to have it restored, but good to know. Well, and you might want to check out on that because I'm getting that information from Jay Cooper, and he hangs out a lot. I mean, him and Steve, you're damn near hooked at the hip. Yeah. But I knew like three or four years ago that Steve – was uh, restoring an old Chevelle for his dad. Okay. 
still a beautiful car. I mean, it's well worth the time going down to Quaker Steak and Loop and checking it out. Oh, yeah. yeah it's, you know, it's, it's a neat find. I haven't gone over and looked at it yet, but I hope it's got a big block in it because that original car did. Well, you got to stay true, don't you? I'd sure hate if they change that. Uh, talking about some local racing news, Eagle Raceway just uh, late Wednesday afternoon into Wednesday evening. Uh, let all the fans know that they're going to be opening up a little bit late on Saturday. I did notice the uh, extended forecast and uh, looks like we're going to be uh, seeing a little bit of a heat wave over the next 10 days or so. Saturday is predicted to reach over 100 degrees and we're not going to get uh, below the 90s for a high until next Saturday. So as Eagle has done for uh, quite a while, at least as far as I can remember, they're going to be opening up an hour late. So pit gates are going to open up at 345 grandstand gates opening up at 545 and hot laps at 615 with racing starting at seven. If you're a driver, you must be checked in by six o'clock. So pit gates at 345. You got until 6 o'clock to get checked in, and then they're going to stack everything up. They're going to start hot laps at 6.15 with racing at 7 o'clock. And there's a special school bus demo derby scheduled for after the races. Uh, So we're going to be running just a little bit later Saturday night with the delayed start and uh, the demo derbies. But, you know, Roger's going to be probably in one of those moods that he's going to want to make sure and get everything done at a timely fashion. Well, and it's so appropriate with the school bus demo derby that they finally decided to go with short buses <laughs> i saw that That's, i think that was your comment i saw i love it uh the drivers are going to be competing in saturday night's school bus demo derby tanner dowdy hobby stock driver shaley bade sprint car driver uh sean pospichel sport mod driver dylan haney who's a stock car driver bobby draper a sport mod driver and modified driver jeremy baker um i may have uh have jumped the gun a little bit, but I, I kind of wondered how they didn't manage to pick Tyler Haar and Matt Andrews to, to be in that, but I guess they're just going to use their cars draw. on Saturday night. It was a random draw. Yeah. <laughs> I just to put their name in it, got drawn out of a hat, and Matt didn't get drawn, and I don't remember who you just said the other driver was. But uh, Tyler Haar, Tracy Haar's son. Yeah, it's just a random draw. Well, those two, those two had a bit of a, an issue on the racetrack last Saturday night and since then have had quite the um, Jerry Springer back and forth on social media the last couple of days. So I kind of figured that Racine or Roger would step in and say, well, these two plus we're going to go with four other drivers, but um, maybe they feel like it's not, not appropriate to, to have those two involved, but. Uh, or maybe they feel like they're going to get it settled on the racetrack. Who knows? We'll wait and see on Saturday night. Yeah, maybe they'll just allow them to go go to go out and demo derby their mods. Yeah, you know, possibly. Um, that's all I got for local news. For national news, Shane Van Ginsbergen has officially been released from his contract with Supercars. Uh, that was the contract that he was. Uh, locked into through the 2024 race season and was holding him back from being able to commit a full season to NASCAR. So now that he's officially been released from that contract and they have signed, uh, looks like Will Brown is going to join Red Bull Ample Racing uh, on a three-year deal starting in 2024. So now that uh, SVG has been released and uh, allowed to leave that contract, uh, he'll probably get snatched up pretty quickly from Trackhouse Racing. Well, that's my guess, but 
I'm wondering what kind of a, a qualification curve he's going to get on oval tracks. I mean, he ran he ran good in the truck at IRP, so that gets in the short track. But now he's got to go to like uh, a mile and a half. So is he going to be in something here in a couple of weeks at maybe Arlington or Kansas? Yeah, yeah, maybe because. And, and what you're saying for a super speedway, he's got he's got to do that progression. He, you know, he's never gone on a two and a half mile track at 200 miles an hour in a draft or anything like that. Yeah, and, and what you're kind of referring to is that NASCAR has not typically just said, "Hey, come race Talladega and Daytona, and you know, have a great time." You got to prove to NASCAR that you can handle a race car before they're going to let you out on those racetracks. Right. I mean, they didn't used to do that, but they do now. <laughs> you know, uh, who was and, it? Uh, I'm thinking of a different story with Kyle Busch that he wasn't allowed to race a, a certain race, right? Kyle Busch was 15 years old and was entered for Jack Roush in a Craftsman truck race at uh, California Speedway in 2001. And we were with the Indy cars and he was not allowed to race because Marlboro was the primary sponsor of the Indy car circuit at that time. Mm. And since he wasn't old enough to buy cigarettes, he was not allowed to race. And that was when the 18-year-old rule got in, inserted into NASCAR. Ah, I know there's been guys that, uh, like Kyle uh, Kyle was actually talking recently in a po- uh, press conference that his uh, long-term plans is probably going to be wrapping up his Cup Series uh, career in the next couple of years. And he's going to be starting, I think he said, a Truck Series team. And he'll run a full season as the truck series driver because he wants to be the first driver in uh, in NASCAR to win a championship in all three series. The right. following season, he will uh, slowly let his son take over and his son will run the short tracks and maybe the intermediate tracks. And then uh, Kyle will run the rest. And then probably a year or two down the road, uh, Kyle will completely retire. So that seems to be oh. the that's the plan that he laid out. Yeah, he laid out that uh, obviously when Braxton is old enough, I think that's when he'll be 16, I think, mm-hmm. or 18. I don't know if they still have the 18-year-old rule, to, you know, with all the experience. I know they've had some young drivers come up now. But, but uh, yeah, Braxton will jump in the truck and will probably start the year just running the short tracks, and then maybe by the end of the year be able to put a couple mile and a half together. And then the second year – Hopefully he'll be qualified in enough of the mile and a half intermediate tracks that he can, uh, you know, go ahead and run like Talladega towards the, the middle of the summer or whatnot. And then the third year he will be piloting the truck as, you know, with his owner dad. Mm-hmm. And uh, But that's why Kyle's going to drive it the first year for the owner's points. Then, you know, they'll basically be secured into all the races the following year and hopefully still have enough owner points going for the year after that. But, yeah, Kyle's going to go for a double for one year. He's going to go for the owner's championship and the driver's championship in the truck series. Yeah, interesting stuff. Uh, so let's get you set for this weekend's uh, Go Bowling at the Glen, Watkins Glen International. Um, race is scheduled for USA Network starting at 2 o'clock Central Time. They're going to do practice and qualifying on Saturday starting at 1135. That will be broadcast on USA Network and the NBC Sports app on Saturday, obviously. Uh, Previous races 
This race, uh, last year on August 21st, Kyle Larson got the win with AJ Allmendinger, Joey Logano, Chase Elliott, and Daniel Suarez rounding out the top five. Michael McDowell, Tyler Reddick, Christopher Bell, Chris Buescher, and Eric Jones, your top 10. Uh, bad days for Bubba Wallace, finished 35th. Kyle Busch, when he was still with uh, Joe Gibbs Racing, finished 32nd. Ty Gibbs, 26th. Chase Briscoe, 25th. Ryan Blaney, 24th. Martin Trucks Jr., 23rd. Quite a few guys that you would expect to be a little bit higher up, right there in that uh, 25th to, to 15th range. Yeah, well, uh, the way the uh, road courses used to be with the um, stage breaks and whatnot, you know, that's, that's changing everything. It really has a couple road course races already this year when, when they don't have to stop. I mean, especially at Indy, where they never had any cautions or anything. They did two green flag stops for 90% of the guys, and that was it. Yeah. Uh, this race two years ago, Kyle Larson got the win again, so he's won the last two races. Chase Elliott brought it home in second. Then it was Martin Trex Jr., Kyle Busch, and Denny Hamlin, your top five. Byron, Bell, Harvick, Briscoe, and Reddick, all top tens. Keselowski, worst of the guys you would expect to be up above the top 20. Uh, he finished 35th. Daniel Suarez, 31st. Eric Jones, 27th. Bubba Wallace, 23rd. Uh, so Chase Elliott, last two years, has not been able to pick up the win. Um, and he has got to win in order to uh, to move on. So going to be dramatic. There we go. Sorry, I was trying to find the results for the last couple of years to see if uh, if if he had won. I feel like Chase Elliott had won a couple of times at the Glen, but I'm not able to find the results at the click of my finger real uh, quickly. Yeah, he's he's won at the Glen. I'm pretty sure he has. So he's he's done it before, but um, he's kind of got his back against the wall, especially since we're talking about 80 points out. He's currently 19th. He's 80 points out of 16th. Got a bigger hill to climb to get the 15th and 14th, and that's assuming that uh, if he's able to get the win this Sunday, then he's locked in and he doesn't have to worry about it anymore. Uh, even if uh, and even if they go out and wreck on um, next Sunday at Daytona for the championship for the uh, for the final race in the uh, in the regular season, uh, they they Hendrick Motorsports that nine team they have got to be putting a lot of eggs in this basket and making sure their their stuff is buttoned up. Yeah, well, like I said, they only got two cars on the four end, and uh, uh, both the others, you know, basically they both got to win. So mm -hmm. exactly. Um, do you expect these guys to maybe mess around with some stuff with uh, with the nine and the forty eight car? Maybe push the envelope a little bit and see if they can get away with something through tech. No, they're going to play it as safe as possible, right? Well, they're not going to pay it as safe as possible, but uh, they're going to put a car through that they know will pass in two, two swipes. They can't afford uh, to start at the back, you know, like William Byron did here at this last race. I mean, you see that he did absolutely nothing. Mm -hmm. you know, he never was up in the top five except on uh, uh, rotation, maybe through uh, pit stops. But... Yeah, they can't afford that. They got to go out and have a good qualifying effort. And they got to start up front and they got to go for the damn win. That's all there is to it. It's going to be a fun one to watch this coming Sunday. Uh, the Watkins Glen road course race, the go bowling at the Glen. Once again, uh, practice and qualifying on Saturday at 1135. 
And then the race is going to be on Sunday starting at 2 o'clock. Make sure you get your picks in on time for the Rick Havenridge Pick'em's Contest. And that's all I got for everybody. Uh, Dirk, you got anything for us? No, I think we uh, pretty much got it covered there. Um, we uh, mentioned the other day we might talk a little bit about the SLMR this past weekend. Mm. Yeah, I didn't do any prep on that. So <laughs> do, you, do you know what you wanted to talk about? Well, I was just going to say, I know Bill Layton got the win at uh, McCool on Saturday. And where did they race? Was that Thayer County they raced at on Friday? Uh, Yeah, I think so. And was it Charlie McKenna, I think, took the win down there? I think. Yeah, Bill Layton Jr. got the win at Junction Motor Speedway. And then... Uh, Charging Charlie McKenna got it at Thayer County Speedway or Thayer County Fair. My, my mind so. hasn't totally failed me. It's gone, but it hasn't totally failed <laughs> You still got it. <laughs> All righty, guys, that's going to do it for us. Make sure you get out to the racetrack. Uh, it's going to be a hot one this weekend. So once again, make sure you guys stay hydrated. Don't just start drinking extra water on Friday. Make sure you start on Thursday. Hydrate early, hydrate often. Uh, avoid the beer if possible and uh, have yourself a great time and be safe. And we'll talk to you next week for another edition of the front stretch presented by Joe's carding and Quaker steak and lube. Every race car driver has run into the same problem. It's well past normal parts store closing hours, but you need that one to finish your car. The guys who brought you white knuckle racing by the river bring you Joe's Karting Racing Parts and Tire Store. Open until 10 p.m. Monday to Thursday and open until 11 p.m. on Friday and Saturday. A parts store that fits your after-hours schedule and you can turn a few laps at Joe's Karting while you're waiting for your part to get pulled from their warehouse. Joe'sKarting.com for more information. Quaker Steak and Lube in Council Bluffs continues to offer the best wings, burgers, and steaks seven days a week, along with great daily specials. Mondays are Kids Night, where kids eat for just 99 cents with the purchase of an adult entree. Tuesdays is All You Can Eat Wings Night for just $17. Enjoy a half rack of baby back ribs for just $13.50 on Wednesdays, and you choose on Thursdays for just $12. You can pick between 15 fried shrimp, a pickup cheeseburger, 15 breaded wings, or six boneless wings. Check out Quaker Steak and Lube and Council Bluffs on Facebook for all their daily specials. Get to Quaker Steak and Lube.